0: Jen Zamperali on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeahHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare. Looking after you always. Okay, let's talk about this because we've all been brought up with the term that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. But is it? Is it really? Is it just a myth that we've all come to accept without questioning it? Well, dietitian Orla Walsh is sitting in front of me. And we're going to talk about it. Orla, you're very welcome to the show again. How are you? I'm
1: good. I I hope your listeners are well. Um, Yeah, aren't coming down with winter bugs like most
0: people are. There's a lot of weird things going on at the moment. A lot of viruses. Uh, We were just talking about that off air, and I just I'm just loading up on the vitamins to try and you know build up the immune system. But sometimes you just can't avoid it.
1: Yeah, well, most people don't take vitamin D, even though we're all supposed to be taking vitamin D, and that will help support the normal functioning of the immune system. So do that, and maybe fortified milk you know, if your milk has vitamin D in it and you use it really often, like lots throughout
0: the day, then that will help as well. That's a good source. Okay, okay, good to know. Okay, let's start with this. The old saying, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince and dinner like a pauper. Does that saying ring true today or is it totally out of context? What do you think? Yeah, so I actually looked it
1: up. So it was Adele Davis, a nutritionist in America in the 50s and 60s. She used to say it and it's really, you know, a lot of people stand by it now and there's a lot of, truth in it. Um, it's been studied time and time again and the results look rather good. Okay. It suggests that when we eat our food earlier in the morning and has lots of uh, benefits so it can help manage hunger help manage weight um in one study it actually showed people's um the people in the study their waist circumference reduced their cholesterol reduced blood pressure um blood sugar levels so there was a lot of knock-on of benefits and it's particularly good in, in women with PCOS which are one in ten women that's polycystic variant syndrome so there's lots of people that it does suit
0: Okay, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> uh, that well, that that's good to know. I did something yesterday. I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm uh, I I thought I ate too much the day before, so I said, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna skip breakfast and just eat when I'm hungry. Eat at lunch, but then I found myself eating. Uh, an obscene amount of snacks yeah <laughs> before i went to bed,
1: so i was so hungry it's true so what we eat for breakfast has been shown to impact what we snack on in the evening mm. or if we snack at all so we are if we just say have a high protein high fiber breakfast we're less likely to snack on foods that are less healthy in the evening time such as just say an omelet or something like that and um, they did a really cool study where they got breakfast skippers and um, they were university students and they grouped them into three groups one group continued to skip breakfast and another group was made eat cereal and another one made eat the likes of eggs and high protein breakfast and the group that had the high protein breakfast when they came back and, and assessed them afterwards had lost a load of body fat um, and they hadn't changed anything else um, it was just perhaps they were um, their hunger was better managed throughout the day but those who continued to skip breakfast or had cereal continued to gain weight so there was a big difference between the the three groups wow. at the end
0: Okay, um, two of the lads on the show here get up at half six in the morning but don't eat anything until 11am, they say it's because they just aren't hungry and when they roll out of bed Uh, Are they making a mistake there?
1: It depends. I suppose the best way to assess that is make them eat breakfast a bit earlier, maybe when they come in and see if it affects their energy levels or their concentration or their weight or their hunger management, or even like you said, how many snacks they have later in the day. So some people suit not having breakfast or having breakfast later. You see, if we wake up with an alarm, our sleep hormones are still high. So our stomach hormones that control you know digestion and hunger and stuff are still down and when the sleep hormone reduces because we're out in the light um our hunger hormones and our our gastric juices and stuff increase so sometimes it is actually suitable to to wait until there's sunshine until you get outside so that you're actually better able to digest breakfast
0: okay um, most people will have something before they leave the house. Can, can you give me a few simple examples that would generally cover most bases in terms of a balanced, healthy breakfast?
1: Well, I think most people don't get enough protein and fiber at their breakfast. Mm. And sometimes even just adding in a glass of milk can make all the difference or a latte if you're an adult. Um, so that would give you an extra 10 grams of protein and usually bumps people up to where they need to be um, and just one or two pieces of fruit so often people have a very beige breakfast and they could just do with adding in colour in the same way that a dinner wouldn't look complete if you had just a chicken and potato and no veg you know our breakfast shouldn't look complete until it has that colour on the on the plate or in the bowl too.
0: Okay how do you feel about people having a, a strong coffee starting their day with um, so Americano it, no milk vibe? It, it, it
1: depends so you know some people coffee really suits one in five people have gut issues okay so it can help your gut issues or it can hinder it so if you're more constipated it can um a coffee will trigger your gut to move as much as a meal will so it can be really helpful however if you have reflux or if you have um looser stools then it it can exacerbate that so it just depends which group you're in but for some people it's it's needed and i certainly have my caffeinated cup first thing in the morning just so i can you know, I'm not up when I want to be. I I get mm-hmm. woken early, so it just helps me function. Yeah, me too.
0: Um, okay. Um, um what about kids then? Uh, should we just be avoiding cereals? I mean, we say this all the time, but uh, and and would you be concerned if a kid said they just aren't hungry? Uh, before school
1: um, I think cereals get an unnecessary bashing because not all of them are less healthy I think the most important thing is the fibre content of the breakfast cereals rather than the sugar people get too hung up on the sugar um, so the fibre is good and a lot of them are fortified with vitamins and minerals that they might not be getting enough of including um, you know I was saying that milk can be fortified with vitamin D so can cereals mm-hmm. So, and they can be fortified with iron which is important especially just say in weaning and things so I wouldn't say no to cereals because um, kids' protein requirements are much lower than adults. So uh, a bowl of cereal is fine for children. Just go for higher fiber and higher so fiber. about
0: wheat biscuits and that kind of thing and not exactly. the... Exactly. Yeah.
1: So if you look in the back of the pack, if it has greater than six grams of fiber per 100 grams, then it's high fiber.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's very good to know. And then you say, so adults need more protein. So what is the optimal breakfast for an adult? Uh, would you say? What would be... Uh, are we
1: talking eggs here? Well, eggs are very good and, um, you know, they were demonised for far too long and they're nutritional mm-hmm. powerhouses. So bring those back in. Dairy is very helpful. So the likes of making your porridge on milk or overnight oats. Um, Omelettes are, are great as well. And, you know, I, I suppose it just depends what people like eating. But if you are a peanut butter and banana and toast sort of person, just have a glass of milk or a milky latte with it. But I do have... i loving ref- that
0: you're saying a milky <laughs> latte. That is that's delicious and I can do that easily.
1: Yeah, I I know. People are happy with that. And the other thing is, is that, I would put Greek yogurt on top of my peanut butter and banana and toast. It sounds funny, but when you do it, you'll actually realise it's tasty. You mm. just have to eat it with a knife and fork. So it's a bit more civilised. Um, but for other recipes, I do have lots on my website.
0: Oh, deadly. Yeah, because I was going to say, a lot of people tend to... Uh, I'm on an uh, all-brand buzz at the moment. so I'm You're doing, always on an all-brand buzz. I know. I always talk to you about it when you come in as well, because I think you can OD on the stuff as well. But what about having the same breakfast every day? Do you, do, you know, let's say people are having porridge with fruit and, and milk and Is that okay to do? It is. What I would encourage if you're having porridge every day, just mix up the fruits
1: and mix up the nuts and seeds. So even if you used mixed nuts and mixed seeds because our gut microbiome loves when we have diversity in our diet and we eat lots of different plants so um absolutely keep with the same if you like porridge or all bran, but just mix up the fruit mix mix up the nuts and seeds and and you're on to a winner there okay Um, but the all bran does have three times the fiber content of any other high fiber cereal or or even porridge so it is Extremely high in fibres. So, um, it you know, a lot of people benefit from eating it that way. But I'm certainly not um, sponsored by them.
0: <laughs> Just in case people are wondering. Uh, yeah, OK. Either am I, by the way. Finally, uh, I know there might be, there isn't a simple answer to this, but what would your main message be in regard to people's breakfasting habits?
1: I would say have breakfast. Um, so if you are a breakfast skipper, have it and see if it does you some good um, and look outside weight markers like i'm not just talking about weight maintenance but other things like energy and cognition and stuff but focus in on increasing the fiber and increasing the protein and just watch what happens in terms of uh, snacking and uh, late night picking it it usually helps with that
0: okay excellent a lot of texts coming in on 51552 someone says hi can you ask the expert about intermittent fasting please
1: Yeah, I've spoken about that a lot this week. um, And I actually did. I'm bringing people back to my website again. I did a big blog post on it because, you know, so many people want to know about it. I would say if you're going to try it, try time restricted feeding and don't get hung up on an eight hour eating window. You know, actually a 12 hour eating window might be better. and more applicable to life.
0: Okay, but if people want more info, they can go to your website, which is?
1: OrlaWalshNutrition.ie
0: Really simple. Jen Zamperali on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit IE. Leia Healthcare. Looking after you always.